Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Rock of Talk on AM Hour two. How are you? I'm uh, I'm well, sir. I'm we're we're in the final weeks, aren't we? And it's uh, it's getting sillier and sillier. But my spirits are high. And they should be. We're going to have a entertainment hour, and it's not going to be on the upside. It'll be on the downside of that. And your life has been removed from you, uh, folks. Uh, don't don't forget they have destroyed your life. That is the government, the governor, the government, all in the sense of keeping you safe. And uh, you might remember the old. Uh, uh, saying he who who would uh, lose their liberty to preserve life deserves neither. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't get that exactly right, but I'm not one of those guys who likes to sit there and uh, quote things. Uh, this hour, uh, in, included in this hour, by the way, all this stuff is podcastable. And you can find it on YouTube. Uh, just visit rockoftalk.com. Uh, we'll be discussing, well, of course, the movie industry. What New Mexico and New York uh, have uh, uh, in common uh, are independent restaurants. They're basically dead at this point. Make no mistake about it. And I do mean that. We're doing everything we can. And go out and go see Cocina Azul. Go visit all the restaurants that are here on this radio station. We'll talk about Hollywood entertainment hating Trump, including a Florida rapper, Steve, Stevie Nicks and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh. And works, woke sportsing. Woke sportsing. And though I will not be talking about uh, Dak Prescott, though. Boy, it's got to be just terrible being a, a Dallas Cowboy fan. But, hey, for every uh, Dak Prescott, there's an Alex Smith, 17 surgeries, and two years later, the guy who was, uh, I believe he was in the Super Bowl, is now taking a snap. It was nice to see him and his family uh, in the stands back at it. 550-5500, New York movie theaters use the marquees on their fronts and to berate Governor Cuomo. Regal Ewok in New York City's Times Square installed a new message on its marquee. Get this. Where, where, where are these theaters here? Yeah, this is what we need. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you. Wait, where, where's the where's the independent? Oh, we don't have any independent business uh, owners. Uh, how many of our theaters are shut down? Yeah, that would be all of them, Pretty folks. Fun. All of them. 48 states have reopened theaters so far. Why not New York, Governor Cuomo, Regal says. Cuomo administration yet to allow cinemas to flip on the lights in New York, even while allowing indoor restaurants, gyms, churches, and other public public facing businesses to resume operation. Guess what the other state is? <laughs> One guess. One guess. That would be New Mexico. New Mexico hasn't allowed movie theaters to reopen. Oh, and their infinite wisdom. Well, who are these uh, theater owners blaming? Well, of course, Governor Cuomo. John Fithian, the chief of the National Association of Theater Owners, told Variety, Governor Cuomo's shutdown on movie theaters is severely hurting the industry. Fithian credits Cuomo's decision on keeping theaters closed for the subsequent decision to push the No Time to Die Bond film to 2021. He says, quote, The Bond franchise is very important to exhibitions, so we were disappointed with the move. The failure of Governor Cuomo to allow movie theaters to reopen elsewhere or anywhere in the state was principal, if not exclusive, cause of the Bond move to keep it shut down to 2021. If New York remains closed to theater operations, other movies scheduled for 2020 will move as well. How is the, theater, how is the uh, film industry, which we invest so much in, but we have kept shut down, how is the uh, film industry uh, performing here, Dowd? Well, I mean, I can I can give you the data or I can give you the anecdote. I, I live Whatever right next like. to, to I tw- I-25 Studios, and amazingly, nothing's happened there for the last six months. The place is uh, completely shut down. But um, the feds have re- recently released the new numbers on the number of people employed in film and video production in New Mexico. And, of course, I, I track this very, very, very closely. And y- you do see when, you know, Gary Johnson got this ball rolling, and, and of course, Big Bill 
decided to really start shoveling those subsidies. And then Susana Martinez, the governor, kept them. And now under Michelle Luan Grisham, we're going to enhance them. We have enhanced them even more. Oh, so, yeah. Stepped you know, it up a couple hundred million. It, it, as this century began, we were mired, you know, like three or four hundred jobs in this industry. So in the years to come, you know, four or five years later, it expanded greatly. So by 2008, we actually had 2,389 people employed in the industry. Last year, okay, with all those new subsidies and, you know, New Mexico's on the map and everybody in Southern California and New York are thinking, always thinking about New Mexico and we're always in competition, we had 2,289 employees in the industry, which is oh. slightly lower after uh, more than a decade of subsidies to this industry. It all is that investment for nothing. It is a scam. It is a payoff to the uh, IATSE union, International Association of Theatrical and Stage Employees, one of the more powerful unions, uh, militantly powerful unions in this uh, state. They're very good at PR. They do their New Mexico Film and Television Day up at the Roundhouse uh, every every session. Very clever, very clever people. But we're not seeing anything like the exponential growth. And what you read, I think, who's that Adrian somebody for the Albuquerque Journal? He's, he has the, that's like he's on the full-time beat for this industry that, that barely exists in the state. And, it, you know, week in and week out, you see these reports over and over again. Well, as the, as the film and television business continues to boom in New Mexico... It's not playing out in the employment data, which, of course, is what the politicians want more than anything. They can claim credit for the jobs. So if jobs matter more than anything, then all of this subsidization of Hollywood has been an enormous bust. Well, especially when we have all of our theaters shut down. Well, yeah, it doesn't make sense. And I want you to follow along here. Uh, this is really important because they're making recommendations for the industry, and this is all about the bottom line. This is about how much money, what's the take, what was number one in the box office, what was number two in the box office. Sure. Like, they care about those types of things. So with New York being shut down, uh, this gentleman, Fithian, he says New York is a major source of box office, but also plays a hugely important role in shaping culture, no doubt. Many important analysis are in New York. Many important journalists are in New York. Many important film critics are in New York. When New York closed, those important opinion makers don't have the opportunity to go to the cinema. The movie business is a national, international industry. If movies aren't getting released because New York isn't open, that affects the movie industry and its employees all over the world. Now, AMC theaters will be open at most locations across the country, but not in New Mexico or New York. And all through the Middle East, but not in New Mexico or New York. And Odeon Seminoles will also be open at locations across Europe. We don't have any here. There's a few here in this country. 80% of the AMC theaters in the U.S. are now open. 90% of Odeon cin Cinemas are open. Regal Cinemas, which I don't know how many theaters. Could you see how many Regal has here in Albuquerque very quickly? Okay, sure. The second largest movie theater chain in the U.S. will be shuttering its doors forever. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. So here's what the analysts are recommending to these theaters. And remember, these are the central focal points for a number of commercial real estate developers, mixed-use developments, et cetera, et cetera. It's where you go, and it largely does, as we said before, shape culture. Cinema should look at these striking content deals with streaming services. Oh, these giant theaters are now going to be streaming? That's according to one Wall Street analyst. And that's what he suggested because they don't see any end in sight. Let me tell you how far down they are. He just told you about the local stuff Dow did. Here's where it's at nationally. 2020, unfortunately, now looks like a year where the domestic box office is set to plummet 81% from 2019 down to $2.1 billion. Factoring in the studio supply and the potential consumer demand issues, we now forecast 2021 to be depressed at 35% below 2019 or $7.4 billion before growing 23% in 2022. It'll never make it back. People have different appetites that are wet. 
by what's developed. You are going to see the end of theaters in this country because people have 70, 75, 80-inch TVs. They can get stuff on demand at home. They're doing everything at home. People are going to be sick of at home. Well, I've got a 6,000, 8,000, 10,000 square. I could do everything at my house. You're going to want to escape from your house. Trust me, no matter how large your house is. You know what else is happening in New York? Broadway, gone dark until May 30th. Do you realize how big Broadway is and how important that is to all the various <laughs> past, hotels? past May 30th. That's May 30th next year. Because <laughs> I want to make That's that clear right. for people. Yeah. <laughs> the Broadway League on Friday announced its closure until May 30th. And it's the latest extension of an unprecedented shutdown in New York City like it has never seen. You want to know how many workers out of work? 97,000 workers who rely on Broadway for their livelihood, grappling with months of unemployment. Mm. That's the way it looks uh, going forward. One quick phone call. Caller, you're in the Kiva. There we go to break. Go ahead. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, those who would surrender liberty for security deserve neither. And the earlier point from the first hour on Santa Fe, the Spaniards chose that location because it was an uninhabited area, safe distance from the Pueblos. Yeah, the creek, you know, had promising farmland. With the Pueblo revolt, they forced the Spaniards to leave. When the Spaniards came back five years later, they were welcomed back with open arms. And it was, from what I understand from school, it was a bloodless reconquista. And what is your, uh, what's your last name, Dave? Neff, N-E-F-F. All right, thanks so much for calling. 550-5500, that's... 550-5500-514 here in the Kiva. When we return, we're going to talk about how our independent restaurants here are dead and why tourism, hospitality industry is screaming at the top of their lungs. We just had the best weather week of all time for the Albuquerque oh. Balloon Fiesta, and we could not enjoy it. And now we have winter coming. We'll talk about the alarmists, the biostatistics. The epidemiologists uh, who are out there and, well, the small businesses that are getting attacked because Michelle Lujan Grisham just doesn't care about these restaurants. She went after one uh, in eastern New Mexico. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about how people are going to fast food restaurants and how those fast food restaurants are actually the super spreaders. Yep. We'll verify that for you as well. 515 back and forth.